Hello and welcome to another episode of Musical, the cool musical podcast. And I am joined by the regulars tonight, Maddie, Maddie and Alana. Hello. Hey guys. What a regular show. And uh, <laughs> we just came back from a Shrekulent show. Shrekulent. 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 Oh no. So smooth, guys. So smooth. We saw Shrek. Yeah, I'm bisexual now. <laughs> The musical. <laughs> and it was a time. What a time it was. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it it leaves you speechless many a time. I didn't <laughs> fart. That was the chair. <laughs> <laughs> or did I fart? Oh, you'll never know. Did I have a fart off on stage? <laughs> was there a whole song about it? Yeah. I don't know. Let's Stay just, tuned. Let's write one. <laughs> so where do we want to start with Shrek? I mean, if Initial everyone's familiar with Or Shrek. expectations? Uh... I expected it to be fun. Uh, I expected to be what it was. To be I honest. expected it to be shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> guys, I think I expected it to be better than it actually was. Um, but that is also because I've watched the bootleg of the Broadway show, which I will come back to later. Yeah, I I must say I was my expectations were met. I was like trying to go into it with like really positive, like not really positive, but like really average expectations i was like yeah. it can only go up from here but it was pretty much what i thought it was gonna yeah. be it was interesting it had its moments but it also didn't mm-hmm. so yeah i, I don't know there were parts i loved and there were parts where i was like is this going to end soon mm-hmm. yeah there was like one song i think it was shrek singing about what he wanted to be where i really tuned out that's who i'd like, be bored you know what wait I, what why that was I, a song why i tuned out was because there was a chip there was a chip packet crinkling in front of us for approximately 20 minutes as well as a little girl being like mom why did he walk there and the mom was telling her and i was like don't tell her tell her Oh. Lots of kids, lots of kids in mm. the audience. I 100% appreciate if you want to bring your kids to Shrek. Oh, yeah. It's a it- kid's show. And if your kid is misbehaving, it's 100% the parent's fault for not putting them back into line. I'm all about exposing them to theatre. Like, yeah. that's great. They <laughs> yeah. might love it. They might be like, oh, my God, this is my calling. Girls sitting in front of us who were so well behaved. They oh, got yeah. a bit squirmy, but they didn't fucking say anything. She loved looking at her water bottle, honestly. (laughs) I thought it was a phone a few times and I was like, it's fine, it's water. It's fine, it's just water. (laughs) Or Um, is it? (laughs) But yeah, there was a lot of kids there, which is fine. Like, we enjoyed it. We were laughing along with the kids. No, kids are good because they're short. So you can see over them. (laughs) That is true. I did get a very nice view. I didn't. I had a buff head in front of me (laughs) and I was like... Other, I feel like most of the boring songs were Shrek singing by himself. He's a good singer, though. But I will say, I was not expecting him to be that good. Is that his name, Ben Mingay? Yes, that's him. Um, He was a really good singer. And I just kept telling everyone all night, guys, he's hot in real life. (laughs) (laughs) I was more like, where is all the hair? Like, where did it all go? Because he has long hair. He has really long hair. Yeah, Yeah. he has really long hair. Is it tied back in his head shirt? No, it's like full on, like, it's all down. It's all there. (laughs) It's kind of like Lord Farquaad, but curly. I feel like they probably do like a full. Oh, damn, that's a lot. Hair. They probably do like a full like prosthetic. So he's, oh, yeah. sh- he's got like a thicker well, shoulders like a and it's all cap like... 
for any other lady performer. He yeah, would just go true. through the same process. Well, he probably, I wonder he probably if the does gut full, was uncomfortable. Like, he probably has like a full. It's like, a, uh, it's like, swimming cap. It's like shoulders, pads. Mm. It goes all the way around his oh, face. Like, boy, this will that, be the wouldn't only that not be sweaty? Oh, yeah. And like his ears were covered. Yeah. I was like, oh my mm. gosh, how can you hear yourself? They looked, yeah, like, it was strange. Even like, where's the mic? Like, <laughs> well, if there's like a close up in the program and it's like, it's like in the dimples of his cheeks. And I think there's two. Because I think like it's only the mouth and pretty much the eyes that are exposed like his nose would be like completely covered like how do you breathe when you sing Mm. like I was pretty impressed with that yeah you know what was quite confronting just to start the show um they obviously have the parents saying goodbye to him so there's just three ogre heads that pop out of a storybook it was weird just seeing the heads is not what I wanted to see yeah the heads alone the worst part of the Ooh, costume yeah. <laughs> it was and there was creepy. three of them and I completely understand why they did it because I remember in the Broadway one they didn't have it coming out of a storybook they actually staged these two parent ogres with a baby ogre that means that they casted a kid to sit there and not say anything and get dressed up as an ogre every night that's Broadway for yeah, you yeah <laughs> exactly they can afford to do that whereas when they as soon as they started sticking their heads out I was like oh that, yeah that makes sense I, I get that they can't be a daddy ogre for like the whole time of the like just get all that makeup and stuff on just to basically take it off that's what I was thinking I was yeah. like this is like a 30 second part and exactly. this probably would have taken a really long time just as a kind of yeah, opening. What did you guys think of the book opening in the... I thought the, the whole way it was set with, up. The movie opens with the book as well. I think yeah. the technical side of it was pretty good. Yeah, mm. that really impressed me. Like when the whole, when the actual cover opened, I was like, mm, yeah, this is a good was, start. Yeah. This I didn't, is very strong. I didn't like that they were like in the book, but they poked through the paper. I didn't like... It was a weird... It it's like, couldn't you just have them like rep- th- poke through where the head is meant to be without having this big wad of paper behind? It was super mm. weird. I think either just like... The visuals looked really good on stage and I couldn't think of like a better way to do it kind of thing. But I just think the heads popping out was just – and they had no bodies to them. Like in a storybook, you reckon you'd be able to yeah. see like yeah. the body of the like person. Shrek, Shrek had a body, so his looked yeah. the best. But then like Princess Fiona, it shows the tower – and mm. then um, it was good when she had her arms through it, though. No, no, I no didn't that like looked that. weird because it had because it had the tower window where you'd expect her to be, but then the paper ripped and it was her head there, and then arms out of nowhere Came around but the, the side. But half the tower, the tower window wasn't there. Where it would have been better if they just had a cutout for a tower window and she was there. But it was like, oh, there's a tower window. Her head's popping through through ripped pages, and then mm. hands are coming out of nowhere. It was really weird. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I liked it, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't my favourite part of the show. There were some funny parts. There was some in, good like, timing in it, though. The, like, the comedic get... timing? or No, I mean, in, in that sort of start sequence, because you're working with, like, pre-edited visuals, you yeah. have to be on yeah. cue for all I of mean, the stuff. I that's what you'd expect from a professional oh, yeah, show definitely. anyway. If they didn't do saying, that just well. Just because you expect it, it's yeah. still commendable. If they didn't do it well, I wouldn't have been very impressed. I did notice yeah. a few stuff-ups as well, which was quite fun. Oh, yeah, definitely. The bit with the curtain and the dragon. Yeah, yes. when the dragon smashes through the glass window and the curtain got stuck a bit, that's quite funny. Got a little bit caught. He dropped the onion mm-hmm. and had to get put it back in the bin. Yeah. I couldn't <laughs> tell if that was a... No, I, that was I'm definitely an sure accident. He was just like, oh my god. They, they did because like he didn't Tuesday. even he didn't even look like he he was like immediately went for it yeah. without having to like stop and think. It was like yeah, because he he threw it really badly as well. Like mm. yep, hit it, and he's like 
it almost felt like no, that was part of it because no, it was like it's a very awkward thing to sort of turn your back on the audience and have to bend in front of you but to like, pick something it up didn't and put it in the feel awkward though no, it, it felt fluid and smooth like he'd done it before actor. well he's probably done it before because <laughs> yeah. like how the well how well can he coordinate himself yeah. in this suit yeah, it was like oh did he do that yeah. and it's like oh no he's doing it before he's done it he's saying his lines this seems normal like he yeah. always does it he had time though like he had time yeah. to pick it up yeah. so i think he was just like oh well i missed and he just kept going mm. but yeah there were definitely a few little like even when like i don't know if it was meant to like happen or not but after the dragon came and lawfire cried he like disappears it definitely it looked a bit rushed or yeah. like it didn't look smooth or perfect you know what though like it was officially opening night like maybe two nights yeah. ago they're oh, probably really? they're probably not used to the theater yet oh, and no. i know they do previews beforehand as well but they they have to get used to the staging in the theater and i also noticed when Lord Farquaad got like pulled down. You could see like a bit of him behind. Yeah, the little, yeah, I think I could too. Um, Which I is like, yeah, they're getting used to a new theater. It's like a new city. They're just trying. It to, like, just makes it less polished, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Which I'm like, I mean, we didn't pay too much money for our tickets, but when I go and see a professional show. I do expect to see something that gets my money's worth. Oh, definitely. And I also expect the audience to behave in the same way. I have to say, though, (laughs) speaking about it feeling polished, particularly towards the start, there were bits where I was watching it, particularly when there was, like, the fairy tale characters on, like, scene, just because they all have completely weird and wacky, bright, different costumes. Yeah. And when the sets were sort of, like, 2D and very flat, I was like... I honestly thought I was watching like a high school production it a couple feel of a times. Bit like that. Or like a panto maybe. Yeah. yeah, but I was just kind of like, okay, cool. Like They're yeah. trying to make it look a bit animated, I guess, for the vibe. I just thought it felt cheap. Yeah. But I think they were using those traditional sets like on purpose, like the greenery that came in and stuff was quite similar to something that we would have had experience with on stage but that's my exact point like you didn't like it i thought that i was like no this is basic this is cheap i can see this at like amateur theater i'm like but then i was a bit like oh what the hell uh but then a couple of times um it like it picked up and they had better sort of prop pieces Mm. and um like even when they were like at the camp oh yeah but even when they were like at Far, they they like arrive at Farquaad's castle and it's like yeah they put some like perspective into obviously the background like point perspective the fly that came down no was I mean it? the two or... points perspective of the back drawing like yeah. it was obviously drawn to two point perspective but I was just like look dude we like learned to do that in like year eight <laughs> so you just didn't like the artwork of it I just didn't like the basics ones. Like when yeah. they had proper like prop pieces, like to sort of later on when they had like that, even though it was like that thin film so that they could project the through it, the house. Yeah. And then how it had like the layering of the trees sort of through the mm. background. I thought that looked really good. All the basic stuff is, is basic. I realized like towards the end, it's only because they've they're building something complicated behind it mm, so yes. they drop that flat because i realized towards the end i'm like what they've got so much left stage and they then they pulled a, f- a fake piece out like a shit piece yeah and there was like a complicated part behind, behind it. it i yeah. think it's just the space they're there working with there was a with. lot of set changes it was quite yeah. impressive was, oh, i was watching and you know, it i'm like how are they something i this? really liked um which they used 
in um, the I Know It's Today song, obviously, to show the passing of time, those tr- the two trees that go past yeah, each other in the middle yes. of the stage. Love that, that is a great way to transition a scene mm. without having to, like, obviously black out or, like, obviously change the scene because all you're seeing is there's a tree's moving and suddenly there's a new person there, it's a new scene. I was also like, man, I want to be, like, one of the girls being like, I have to follow this tree in yeah. exactly the right you could see, I could see the little girl when she was singing and she was like, I know it's today. And then her eyes were, like, looking at both yeah. of the trees. Coming in and she was like, I'm ready the to first go. time I'm like, oh shit, they they've just ducked behind the thing. But then yeah. at the end, where they all come on, they both come on yeah. from either side. I'm like, so oh, they, they followed. They oh, came I didn't on even and, see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they no, came on and followed it off. I was like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I just but assumed they ducked or like hid behind something. I but just they, thought, like, yeah. they walked at the same pace and went behind yeah. with yeah. it. They'd be yeah, yeah. well practiced. Speaking of passing of time, though, did you guys notice that as it went through the three stages, there was more and more vine growth on the castle? No. I did not. I did yeah. not. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> to show that it was getting more and more overgrown because it had been like longer what? and longer. It had been like they'd known each other for what, three days? What? No, no way. Like when in the she's song. growing oh, up. Oh, in the song. Yeah. I thought you were talking about like from when they go to Farquaad's until when they bring it back. No, that's what I thought no, too. No, I mean yeah. in the I Know It's Today song. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. That's cool detail. Which is, by the way, my favourite song from the cast recording. And I think it was probably... Oh, Potentially one of my favorite songs from tonight. I Definitely mine. Yeah. Like all the ensemble songs. I was going to say the ensemble was songs amazing, and it were just very strong. It just it was so strong. They vocally sounded really good, and yeah. they just like picked it all up. I was like always hanging out for an ensemble no. song. Yeah, no, I know. I, I agree it. with you, Maddie. I it agree was... with you. Um, I think they have some really good harmony lines written in yeah. to those um ensemble songs, and you can tell like. With all those characters mixed together, you can either go one way or the other. And yes, I think they yeah. did a really good job. It was really good. Yeah. I liked the ensemble stuff. It I mean, took I me thought a Pinocchio bit. was really good. Yeah. but It took me a little bit to get into it. But and I was Sugar like, Planet, Plumber's Gingy. I hated <laughs> that. You didn't like it? I hated that. I thought it was that. quite smart. I'd prefer that over someone in a black suit trying to play the gingerbread man. Oh, yeah. I've, I Personally, because it's like a... I don't know. Shrek's a bit over the top. There's a few stupid things in there. Yeah. Would have been funny to see a full size Gingy on stage. <laughs> yeah, that would have been great. I don't Save care. it for Shrek 2 when they have yeah. a full size Gingy. <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> that's why they need baby. it. <laughs> maybe that's why they need to shrink him down. But yeah, I like. I think the way that they did it was fine. I, mean, I thought it was really good how they did the bit with Gingy sort of at the start where he's on the board and he's in like the, the you know, torture yeah. dungeon. And she would have just was, been behind yeah, there. Yeah. I that, thought that um, was great. Did you know that that. Um, the lady that plays um, Gingy and Sugar Plum is also the same one person that played um, the sister in Muriel's wedding. The You're Joni. terrible, Muriel. Muriel. She's great at oh, like, her voice. Yeah, I, I've actually met her before. Ah. Uh, friends of friends. Oh, a bit of a name drop. No, okay. no, I don't want to brag about it, but I do. I do know. I don't who want she to brag is. about <laughs> it, but I'm going to brag about it. On <laughs> but this yeah, podcast. she was a great Gingy. I'm aware of who she is as a person, and she's lovely and. She she does characters really well. Yeah, she was a great does really good like, voices. Really She's a character actor. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> One. Um, yes. Yeah. Did you guys enjoy the story? Like, if you've seen Shrek, it's it's basically the it's same. The same. Yeah. It's. I think Shortened. that's because I know I know Shortened, you had issues with Mean Girls for being kind of like. I mean, a little quotey and just following the story too closely. This but. is the same issue that I would have with Mean Girls if I saw it. Would be that. A lot of the funny quotes were from the movie. Like a lot of the funny things they said. I was like, I haven't seen Shrek in quite a while, but I'm pretty sure well, most of this well, is from I'm not the movie. Even, it's, it's not even like they were saying quotes. It was kind of verbatim 
the script for the movie. Yeah. yeah. Like it yeah. wasn't like, oh, reference, reference. It was literally like, no, this is what they said this in is... this whole conversation. Yeah. There was like a bit where... Parfait. Have a try parfait. Yeah. So <laughs> it was all basically like all of Donkey's lines were pretty much word for word, except for yeah. when they were trying to set up a song or coming out of a song. Yeah. Like there was that whole bit between Fiona and Shrek where they were like, I had it worse. That whole dialogue beforehand and after yeah. was I did love fresh. That, song. that yeah. was new. But like for the most part, it was, I think... The mo- the person who had the most freedom was Todd McKenney as Farquaad. He did a lot of ad libbing oh, and yeah. his own. Was my favorite yeah. MVP, 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 one thousand percent down and on his I knees. Was literally yeah. Before we um before we like sat down and watched the show, I was saying having stars, Australian stars in shows can be hit and miss because obviously, as you would have listened potentially beforehand, Maddie and I went to see Chicago and we saw Jason Donovan as... Big mess. Uh, the lawyer, what's his name? Billy Flynn. He, I mean, he probably had a sore voice, but he wasn't amazing. People just go because he's in it. And Todd McKenney, like he could have been literally no one that I had ever heard of before. And I, he still would have amazed me with his performance. I'll be honest. I he actually so didn't realise it was Todd McKenney. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I'd heard that he was in it, but I never TV like, yeah, it just never clicked with me like which character he was. And then I was just kind of watching it. So I kind of forgot. Mm. But Todd McKenney aside, like far before as well when oh, I worked, used to work yeah, at the Melbourne Cup. I mm-hmm. said hello to him one day. Mm-hmm. I out. am famous. Rubbing shoulders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Name Lord drop. <laughs> Shout out to those knees, though. Oh, yeah, so that was many. yeah. It shows he must be a fit man. Oh yeah. Mm. Like I'm just thinking, like I don't know how old he is, but you can tell he's probably in his like sixties. They would be very, very good knee pads. Oh, They'd like have 50s. to be. I don't know. He was. The premise is you guys are familiar. Lord Farquaad is short. He is on his knees the whole time. Yeah. And they delve into his backstory. Apparently, he is Grumpy's son. Wild. (laughs) From the (laughs) seventies. Yeah. <laughs> which was yeah. some interesting plot. I remember when they um when they cuz I like listened to the cast recording ages ago and I quite enjoyed it. And so when the songs were coming up I was like, "Oh yes, I'm familiar with this." And as soon as they were like, "Do you want your father to come to the wedding?" I was like, I grabbed Morgan. And I was like, "Oh my god, I remember this song's really funny." Yeah, that <laughs> and was good. I couldn't I really remember liked. why and then I was like, "Oh yes, he tells the whole audience that his daddy was one of the seven dwarves." His daddy. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> and then he, he rocks was also up. very overtly sexual. He was. <laughs> Which is like, I think Those, it's good. Like they, they understand that parents are going to be there. and Yeah. Those legs were spreading out everywhere. And also, you know, do you th- To explain to kids, you just say, he's an evil yeah. man. <laughs> Don't go near anybody like him. Also, no. like, do you guys think, how many parents were aware that they're literally listening to a show where they're constantly saying fuck what over and over again? Because uh, <laughs> like, really like, you know that like that's that the, per- like why yeah. his name's fuck no. what. It's because it sounds like fuck what. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely me. sounded like that today. And I'm like, they keep saying, I'm like, I wonder if any of the parents are like, this sounds like fuck what? It's like, yes, it does. That's the point. Maybe that's probably why they didn't have any songs where they were chanting his, his name. name. Yeah. yeah. It would have all blended. There was a couple of times it blended nicely. Yeah. And I was like, oof, that was close. Yeah. I like, I love how they included the welcome to Duval. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. I was just cool. about yeah. to say that. And their costumes were great. And also, the plasticky like, looking ones. The the choreography was good too because it got it got the message right across. Mm, yeah, and it was they it was very well practiced. Like they worked really well as a team. Yeah, in especially the stuff with um with Todd McKenney as well. How he would go like there had to be certain people who had to help him move around a couple of times yeah. or like lift him up and things like the, that. The black um kind of back of the cape and 
pants and stuff worked quite well. It worked yeah. very well. Because yeah. he had those bright yellow legs. It yeah. was kind of just you like, can, yeah, sure. And I also, like, everyone was, just accepted the fact that he was on his knees. So yeah, they, they were like, we don't want to draw attention the, um, to it, but we don't need balcony. to hide it. Yeah. And he crossed his own legs with his <laughs> yeah. And he was, like, oh, kicking so it with funny. his own no, hands. No, no, when he was on his knees and he was proposing. Oh, yeah. And he was, like, pushing his leg to kneel. That was hilarious. That was good. I also liked when he did the... When he dismounted white privilege. Another joke not for the kids. <laughs> I like I think our whole row, all our friends took up the whole row. Yeah. I like gasped. I we looked were. at everybody <laughs> and I was like, this is the best thing I've ever experienced. Yeah, that that was joke of the night. That yeah. was my favorite. Um for anyone that didn't get that, he got off a horse and he called his horse white privilege. It was a white stallion. Yeah. Stallion, baby. There was a few questionable things in there that I picked up as well. So when that joke came out, I was kind of like, huh, so you're kind of forward thinking but kind of not there was a lot of fat jokes and i get that like i get that shrek is fat and that's funny but i just like and then donkey singing about like curvy people yeah i just think like that's not a really like 2020 vibe he likes large women it It doesn't necessarily mean they're fat they could be big like i know but like also queen did it like Queen? You're going to fault Queen? No. Well, yes, I am because Queen <laughs> wrote like their the songs 80s. <laughs> like a long time ago when people sang about fat bottom girls. But then, I don't know. I just think it's kind of like it turns You don't think into, it's empowering? I think it turns no. into a fetish thing. When when guys are specifically talking about how they love round Well, you're coming ladies. at this the wrong, at the wrong level because he's a donkey. Yeah. He's not a man. <laughs> I don't know, but he's still singing <laughs> about how dragon. he wants a big lady. <laughs> so you're, let, let's, let's be clear here. Your problem with donkey liking a big dragon is not that it's a donkey in a dragon relationship, which is fucked. <laughs> it's that he's singing about big women. Got it. <laughs> fine. That relationship is wild. Yeah. Like I know, like it's fine, and I get like fat jokes are funny, but I just kind of thought, I don't know. It's Shrek, so it was made, written a long time ago as well. Um, yeah. But I just also picked up. It's kind of like it's still around though, because even in the new. Um, trailer for black widow there's fat jokes in it and i was listening to a podcast the other day and they were like you'd think that the writers would be more switched on that like it's just such an easy joke and i know i'm talking about shrek where there was a song about farts so i should probably just drop <laughs> well, it well that's the thing like yeah i'm, I'm i didn't personally the fact stuff i'm like yeah whatever it was never played off for humor for me yeah the fart jokes didn't play off for humor but then when you reference the black widow trailer it lands perfectly yeah it's like it's david harbour he's fitting into a tight like superhero suits and normally we have this image of superheroes and it, it plays off that he's like i'm still strong i still fit but, that but was i'm like a bit bigger Thor i'm not like fat in avengers as well i just i don't know let's just like move on from this <laughs> but i just thought that it was just interesting and for the first time that i've been watching something with fat jokes normally i just like laugh a but I was kind of just a bit like, oh, I don't know if I like that. Yeah. And then I will move on. Like, <laughs> it's 1,000%. But you did laugh at the pigs. Yeah. I-, I love the pigs. <laughs> oh, they were great. Did you guys notice that they each had the suitcase for the different the, Yeah, brick, yeah. wood, and yeah. hay. Oh, yeah. Straw. Straw. Yeah. I loved the... Um, the f- the saucepan or the, and the plate or something. You know when they were walking yeah. and oh, they yeah. had like the sun and then they had the cow jumping over the moon. And yeah, that's that when was I was good, getting yeah. high school vibes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is when I had my quiz for you guys. Ooh. 
So I picked up on a lot of things throughout this show, which I liked. And it made me think of the movie where the movie has so many other references to pop culture. And so the musical has references to pop culture, but to other musicals. And I wanted to know what musicals you guys picked up on all the references for. Wicked. Wicked. Lion King. Lion King. Lion King had one. Evan Hansen. No, that was just something no, you kind of picked up. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, that was maybe just, I'm just obsessed with Dear uh, Evan Hansen. Shrek was written before Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> okay, um, I definitely saw the Lion King one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There was tap dancing. Is that what it Anything goes. Anything goes. And yeah. I would say yeah, that tap dancing because the best. OBC Fiona was the goddess herself, Sutton Foster. They probably were just like, lol, let's put in a whole Anything Goes dance sequence. Let's tap. And then, I don't know if you guys picked it up, but I started like pissing myself and looking around, but I think I was potentially the only one. Um, there's probably more, oh, so but the main one that I saw was Les Mis. With the flag? The flag. The flag. Uh, so the, when they I were almost, singing I, almost, I was looking at the flag for ages. Yeah. I, I was almost, like, is that supposed to be so Pinocchio? I almost, I almost turned to you and went, they got a flag. Why didn't we get flags? Because yeah. we didn't I, get... I literally turned to you as well and I was like, so this is what I was trying to achieve we in looked, our satire we looked at each other. song last year. We looked at each other and we didn't yeah. say anything. No, I was thinking the same because thing. I'm like, oh, Les Mis. Not only were they singing about freak flags, they were also in a V formation yeah. like in the One Day More March and they also had like a young... Pinocchio on the flag, which yeah. looks so much like the That's young girl it, uh, in the I, name is. Yeah, I was trying poster. to figure out who it was. I was like, who is the person on the flag? Yeah, and I was like, it's Pinocchio, yeah, but it's in I a weird I just kept staring fashion. at it the whole time. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, that was my fun trivia for the night. I just thought it was great. Like when musicals reference each other, oh, especially when that. it is, you can tell like Shrek is more of an easygoing musical. It doesn't take itself too seriously when yeah. they can be like, oh, if you're a theatre goer, you all will also understand this. It's just like nice. Yeah, I agree. It's yeah. nice. I liked it. And I appreciated it. Like I thought that. it was funny when um, they were like same as the movie um, does as well. So it's just sort of going along this Shrek theme how they sort of directly like uh well directly direct the audience like with the signs mm. like mm, that was a laugh, laugh applause Aww. Aww. I, and everyone just like ate it up yeah. and then when i'm um, like Todd mckinney yeah. was just like come on keep there clapping. was a i enjoyed that like they they played with the audience but i think there was potential for them to maybe do it more yeah, yeah. there were moments where it was like oh we are the people of this city work with it and they work with it for five second and throw it away it's yeah. like they could work with it or like at the end there was a moment the whole wedding. there was a moment where they were like the priest was like everyone please rise i'm like how good would it be if he was like rise yeah. and everyone had to stand I up i actually was like shit do we yeah. need to yell though sorry <laughs> but yeah i for a second there i was like holy shit do we have to stand up well, like, they, would, they would tell you but i was like it'd be cool if they made everyone stand up for yeah. like a split second like, I, I they was could have played it actually yeah mm-hmm. they should have played with it a bit more because it's like yeah at that point we are the guests at the wedding yeah. And it's like, oh, if you play with that, it's much cooler. And they only did, they did but like Todd McKenney was really our main. Yeah. He was the one who had interaction with As well with as um, Donkey when he was singing yeah. the matchmaking song. Which, which is one I of my favorite songs. Which I think is a great song as well. If you want to talk about, I'll, we've all kind of mentioned songs, but I'll mention my favorite songs. And this will, you can talk about something in a second, but I yeah. really liked the um, first half. This is not something about their songs. Their songs had a ta- habit of starting in a good uh, in one tone and changing and slowing Ooh, down yeah. or speeding up so I, lo- I really liked the start of the love song between donkey and dragon with like the guy the backup singers in the stocks yeah really liked the start that of was it fun yeah. it, it died off for me yeah also uh, the puppeteering in that 
Yeah, very good. amazing. Very the dragon good. puppet was awesome. I liked Freak Flag, and I did like. I think I, I liked. I think I got you beat. Mm. I liked the um style with the guitar and like them like. They do a lot of really good overlapping in, in this song. Um, and it kind of shows that all their songs go together. Like even Donkey and Shrek do a lot of overlapping when they're singing at each other and they're singing yeah. their yeah. separate bits. And I liked Make a Move with Donkey. Yes. But uh, back to the, so the Dragon Love song had, okay. was like. Uh, yeah. Two, yeah. So where did this song come from? I'm I on another planet because in the OBC soundtrack, it's a different song. It's called Donkey Pot Pie and it's not the song that we saw on stage tonight. That's the one I've got yeah. on mine as well. Because like. Um, oh God, I could even play it. Like it's, it's good. And like the one that was on stage started good, but then it got a bit boring to be honest. It definitely did. It definitely it, repeated. It, it start, well, it started like real high energy and it was good. You didn't knock when you answered, it's more sassy. It is more sassy. I mean, that feet. one was sassy too. Yeah. Like it's, it well, it started, as soon as the guys with the stocks left, that was when it slowed down and it mm. got kind of boring for yeah. me. Maybe I did appreciate the sequined hands. Yeah. That was great. Good, like, yeah. Doing they the... were great. That was a good addition to it. Yeah. I'm just thinking like, why would they change it? Because the song went from being like, I'm going to put you in a donkey pot pie to being like, I'm going to keep you. Yeah. I'm so going did to they love just, you. Like, like, but then You're at the mine. end of at the end of Donkey Pop Pie, she's like, "I'm gonna love you." So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they were just like. I was so confused though. I was like, "When did this happen?" Um, she was great though. Supposed to be Marsha Hines, but we've got a replacement for Melbourne, I believe. Or no, I think she's from like Canada or something. Oh no, but like for the Melbourne shows. Oh yeah, for yeah. the Melbourne shows. Denise Devlin. Devlin. Yeah. She was good. She was good. Kentucky. Had the pipes. Not Canada. Can we also discuss, my dear? Lucy Durack. <laughs> Gal. <laughs> I love ya, mm-hmm. but I don't love your princess Fiona no. voice. Excuse me, it's what? You, didn't, you liked it? You liked Tell it. Tell us your thoughts, Maddie. Please. Tell okay. us your thoughts first before we rip them to shreds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. At first, I, I, like, I thought it was a bit much, but then I just, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm a bit biased because I really love Lucy Durack anyway. So I was kind of like. So do I, though. You're a queen. Yeah, she's I great. Love what you're doing. But um, no, um, I thought it was really good and it made her like really easy to sort of like pick out in all the numbers mm. and and I just I just thought it was good because it was something a little bit different from just trying to be like super like I, I don't get me wrong. I still thought she sounded like good when she was singing, etc. Yeah, she's got an amazing voice. Yeah, yeah, obviously. But I thought that it, it sounded very different because it was slightly more on the squeakier side. Yeah. But I kind of like that for something a bit different. Mm. So I, I, I thought it made her voice different from everyone else's and, and it made the harmonies all sound a little bit different. And yeah, I was, I was living it. Yeah. Morgan? Cool. Uh, I just think everyone's trying to do an approximation, not exactly the same, of the characters in the movie. Shrek's doing like a half Scottish accent, like he Mike did Myers well did. I yeah. love that. He's kind yeah. of taking his own. Donkey's walking a fine line between being uh, black, black <laughs> with doing Eddie Murphy, but also not. And then it's so Fiona, hard because I, while I was watching Donkey, just to sidetrack here, I was trying to imagine in my head like what do white Southern people sound like? Because if they sound like that, that's fine. But at the same time, I feel like he's just trying to sound black. It's it's weird. It is a little weird. Yeah. If, if, if you kind of just take it at face value though. and yeah. don't think yeah. about it, it's fine. And then Fiona, was Fiona was doing a lot of Lucy Durack. Her, when her lines were straight from the movie, she sounded exactly like Cameron Diaz. Yeah. And like that's what she was going for. And then when she had her other lines that were written, it sounded different. 
and when she was singing it sounded different. But like you can tell she was trying to do something mm. similar to that because when the lines were exactly the same, I was like, that's Cameron Diaz from the movie. I don't that. know though because I find like if you – like I've listened to the um, cast recording like quite a few times and obviously seen a few things on YouTube and stuff. Fiona in the musical is so different to Fiona in the movie. I find Fiona in the movie quite like – she's fine but she's like a little bit boring whereas Fiona in the musical is so much more quirky and funny yeah. and stuff. And I don't – like I feel like they could have run with that and I feel like they did run with that when they got Sutton Foster yeah. for Broadway because the ones that I've seen, she's just using her normal American voice, yeah. American accent and she's got a deep voice. She's a really strong like belter. Yeah. Like – and. So so maybe that's just what I was expecting, which is why yeah. when Lucy put on her, like, it wasn't her full Galinda voice, but it was like a, it was, very, it was a bit of a squeaky It's probably just that, like, the American voice. director was, like, happy to do them, but this one wanted to tow it more in line with the movie. Yeah, potentially. Like, changing directors can have that effect. I just, I also, I just found that it affected her performance, because I think if she, I know she probably likes playing that character and getting more into the character, but I just think, like... It meant that she struggled with the songs a bit more. Like she still sounded good, but when she was like singing with Shrek, I was like, this is kind of hurting my ears. And if you were singing this like with your normal voice and like using your normal talking voice, I feel like they would be harmonizing so much better when she wasn't trying to be squeaky. There were definitely points where I was like, this could sound a lot better than yeah. if she just used like a Like when they were doing the I Got You Beat song, if you listen to the cast recording, it's so like they're like belting off each other and it sounds really cool. Whereas I felt like it was a little bit like empty and I know that it was just them on stage and they were pretending to like jump out from trees together and it's like you know it's exertion and stuff but it just I don't know like it was like she was still amazing and she's such a good singer I feel like the problem you guys have is that you keep having that direct comparison because I haven't seen the bootleg I haven't listened to any of the songs on the soundtrack I just like took tonight as what it was in front of me Mm. and I mean yeah I probably have slightly lower standards than you I'm not gonna lie but I still I still think that might have made it easier for me to enjoy it more Mm. because I don't have that direct comparison so I was just sort of listening to it and I, I was know, like I, I feel like it was good I feel like I do I like I haven't listened to the soundtrack in a while like I think I listened to it like once maybe like a year ago or something and I just found her when in the song where they where there are three um Fiona's going from the teenage Fiona to like Lucy there was oh, a, yeah such it was a like cool are you a new person it yeah, was that such was, a dramatic that was change and it was so difference. nasally yeah. and I was like can we go back to the other it was nasally is a good word for it was it. so nasally and that's why I found it that is it. perfect when you are playing Glinda because that's the kind of yeah. voice that you have but like I don't I know I just it was a big yeah. it was a big jump because it was also like so we have the younger one still hopeful the middle one's kind of mm. and then so and then you jump to the third one who was just given up bit yeah. kooky bit yeah. crazy and then so you had that big change and then the voice change it was a bit it, of a yeah it, yeah and I like, for a minute. that song as well and, and I like, definitely did you guys get goosebumps when they they sing all they together all yeah that was the best I did get goosebumps song. but I heard Lucy the most and that's what fresh over me because yeah. but the little girl was amazing she, she sang the best harmony was so good yeah. Yeah. she was great we yeah, should do that I think the teenage girl <laughs> might have maybe dropped a little bit yeah um, I think her acting picked it up for her though yeah definitely yeah. yeah I reckon so she was very good, tiresome teenager. I was just trying <laughs> yeah. to guess how old she was because she played the, um, the like ugly duckling as well. No, did she oh. played the bear cub. See, this is, I was trying to figure it out in the end because there was, a, it was a when news, they were all dancing it? together. 
the ugly duckling was hanging out with the little girl. And I'm like, oh, they probably do the thing together where they're the younger princesses. Uh. But then at the end, Shrek, Fiona, little princess and the bear cub are like top four. Mm. And I was like, oh, is that because she's the younger Fiona? Just the the layout, everyone was kind of like building up and it was like she was next to her. Ugly Duckling, Teen Fiona and Mouse. Okay, so the Ugly Duckling is... Yeah. yeah. Ugly oh, that's who I thought it was first, but then that framing at the end made me think differently. Yeah. I'm like, oh, are they putting her up higher because she's the she's teenage as well? No. Yeah. Because no, yeah, the, there's a moment in like the end one where the Ugly Duckling like grabbed the little girl and took mm. her over to the drums. I'm like, I bet they hang out together because they're in the song they together. That was yeah. cute. Yeah. It was good. Ugly Duckling, MV, uh, just a bit of a shout out, doing some amazing work with their walk and gait. Mm, yes. Definitely. Do drama, great gait. Uh, physical acting. With they definitely the, uh, did role. the exercise. Walk around like your character. <laughs> yeah. I was actually thinking that when we were walking uh, we were walking out of the um, theatre, I was thinking like, you know how um, when you guys talked about cats the other week, you were saying how they all had to do like cat, cat training. School, yeah. I was like, I wonder if... They had to do like walking on your knees, well, not walking, but you know, moving around on your knees practice. I would say they would have run workshops for it, but they wouldn't have had like official like school for no, it. Yeah. It would have just been, yeah. it would have been like, you guys know your characters, you're going to walk around the room. Think of a walk for your character. Yeah. And I want to see that walk. And I want to see you embody yeah. that character. Do I? <laughs> that's and what then, it's, yes, that's what that's drama classes are. Yes. And then I want you to exaggerate. Welcome to Mr. T's room. Slow it down. Welcome to Mr. T's room. Come inside. Yeah. So that's that's drama 101. Yeah. I did. What did you guys think of the costumes and the makeup on all the freak animal people? I thought they were great. I thought the costumes were good, but it was like once you've seen them, they don't change. Yeah. They were very extra as well. Like there was a lot to look at. Mm. And the makeup was quite extra as well. Like you definitely like with the blind mice, with Pinocchio. The blind mice. I actually enjoyed their little cameo. That was nice. Yeah, that was was good. Um, Good little joke. But yeah. if you're looking, if you're going to see a local production of Shrek and you're like, oh, I might see a few people I know in this. If they have the same hair and makeup and costume, Ooh. you're not going to recognize nobody. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> you but, ain't going to know them. I mean, like, yeah. I thought they were fun. Yeah, I thought it was great. I liked this um, costume and stuff. Yeah, it was cool. How, what did you guys think of, like, the most Australian witch I've ever heard of? Oh, in I did yeah. not like that. Every time I hear a random Australian accent in a musical, and I know we discussed this in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory yes. too, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you the only one? I know Todd McKenney cracked a joke about the MCG before. That doesn't mean you have to follow through with it. <laughs> Some maths. Yeah. Oh, and maths. That was a good maths. crack. Yeah, love a few relevant Yeah, it was drops. just a very, it was a very, like, shocking, The first, like, every time she's back. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's an Australian yeah. in my face right no. now. And I don't it's harsh. like it. It's harsh. It's yeah. so harsh. And she was quite like, I don't know, forthcoming as yes. well. So yeah. I was just a bit like, oh, you're a lot. But yeah, mm-hmm. you're a lot. It was all a lot. It was a it was, lot. It was a time. Yes. But was it an enjoyable time? Did you guys overall, did you rate it? I think it was fun. There was quite a few laughs. I think it was good because I was seeing it with a lot of friends. Yeah. And I, we definitely fed off each other a bit. We did. Maddie. Um, Specifically yeah. for you, because you told me in the car ride, yeah. you have a younger brother who's potentially wanted to see it. Does it excite you to maybe want to take him again, or are you like, oh, what would? Do as, you reckon you'd enjoy it if you happened to have to take him? Or probably as a good older sister, I think he would enjoy it, so I would probably take him. But yeah. for my own enjoyment, I don't know if I'd be back. Yeah. yeah, I'm not like running to go see it again. I'm glad I did though, because the the soundtrack's really really interesting. I'm sure you guys will agree with me. Like it's quite. 
hit and miss. Yes. There's some really good songs. Well, I'm looking through it and I'm like, oh, I'm not, I'm never going to listen to this whole soundtrack again, but I will listen yeah. to that one, that one, and that one. Yeah. And, and you pick, pick out them out. And I think they're scattered quite well throughout through the show, it, which so, is good when you're yeah. watching it because you know that there's one going to pick it up soon. Mm, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, I mean, if you're just thinking about it as, you know, a night out, like it was a like you it said, like yeah, we fun. went, we went out, we had food, we like we had a good chat. I will and, like, say, I will say, they do themselves a disservice because they are right across the seed, the the road from come from way. And I walked out and went, man, I wish I'd seen that. One I more literally time. said that as well. <laughs> like I walked out and I was like, oh, we could be in there. I was like, one more time, baby, one yeah. more time. <laughs> I think we should. I, I'm going to look into it. I'm going to look into it. I, yeah, I still think it's fun. I reckon if you like musical theatre, but you've got kids, you don't get to go that often. Uh, if you keep them in line, yeah. go. I was yeah. just about to say that. You've yeah, got yeah. to add the little asterisk. Yeah. Yes, keep if them you, in line. If you, when your kid asks you a question in their normal speaking voice, just answer the question, maybe don't go. Maybe go. If you, when your kid asks you a question, say, shh, I'll tell you later. Let's everyone watch the show together in silence. Please, you're welcome to go and join the audience. And if your kid turns to you one point and goes, what's white privilege? You tell them we're going to have a long discussion. <laughs> Why is everyone laughing at the horse? <laughs> that was yeah. my favourite part. It was, it was just so unexpected. Yeah, It yeah. was very, very good. Because yeah. there was some, a couple of things where I'm like, ah, that's a bit risky. That's a bit adulty. That's for us. Yeah. And then they said that. And I'm like, fuck what me. What else was he shouting at when he was like, I'm a good guy. I've got Tinder. I'm not I a drive, freak. I drive a... Um, Tesla. I drive a Tesla. Tesla. <laughs> I, know, I met Julia. I, I met uh, Julia Gillard no, off Tinder. Pauline Hanson. Hanson. That's it. <laughs> no, oh. but not even that. There were like other jokes that was kind of like I was getting Lion King vibes. Like you know how Lion King does a really good job at like putting like sexual jokes in there that goes over the heads of kids, like in the film. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen the musical. In I years. mean, like all the Disney movies, we do that. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting lots of vibes like that, like lots little sexual, sexual comments. Yes. I mean, particularly Did, from oh, Tom McKenna. Random but. question: I thought the dragon's tail was very like uh, suggestively stroking donkey <gasps> yes. at one stage. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. it was. And I was like, oh, that's happening. Yeah, <laughs> that's happening. I mean, you know, the puppeteers and donkey might have a thing. Who yeah, knows? they're probably just fucking. Yeah. Each other. <laughs> they're like, oh, this is fun. I know. I was like that. It looks like it's supposed to be a leg, but I yep. don't know. That's a that's a region. <laughs> <laughs> Any final comments on Shrek? Speak now, forever hold your peace. I will say I, it was funny, but like the did we really need a Puss in Boots cameo? No, no. no. I mean, I appreciated the puppeteer work about getting it to like lift off the hat while it was moving across. I mean, like cool, but not necessary. Yeah. You know what I really want to see on stage. Shrek 2. <laughs> it's the perfect one. Mongo! <laughs> the best movie. <laughs> Controversial opinion. All my friends already know this. Night. But listeners, Shrek 2 is the perfect movie. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I honestly think Shrek 2, the musical, would be the perfect musical. It'd be dun, 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 you don't need to write dun, any dun, new dun, songs dun. from it. The songs in the movie are perfect. <laughs> I don't know. I've directed changes before and I didn't like it very much. Uh, actually, I will say I did. I really enjoy that they did their kind of closing out is all of them partying and singing I'm a believer. Yeah. yeah. I really that was a nice that was a strong high thing. energy. It's a good yeah. shout out because the soundtrack is so strong. That made me that also like made Why me walk out a bit like, better. I was like <laughs> that was a good time. Like I walked out being like that was a good time simply yeah. because of that song. Literally you know I was like so it gave the um the lady who played the dragon a little bit of a moment. Yeah too. she got to come out and yeah. have a bow which I think was nice as well. I really and liked a, her and a boogie piece a bow and a boogie. Mm. Two things 
They should have got us up to dance. Yeah. They should have more Be- Because, like, I mean, that makes me leave Mamma Mia after being bored for quite a while, being like, that was so much fun. I just danced to Waterloo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go. Um, and also, I just love how, like, how uh, rough Aussies are with how they give out standing ovations. Oh, yeah. It's my favourite thing because when I went to the UK and I saw Les Mis, literally, like, the ensemble came out and everybody stood up and just gave a standing ovation for the whole time. And I'll be really interested to see how it is when we go to New York in a few months. Just because, like, I'm so used to being really picky with who Ooh, I yeah. stand up for. I wasn't standing up to No, that. I wasn't standing yeah, up. Yeah, no, neither. Yeah. There was a lot of numbers I didn't even clap for. Like, not to be an absolute bitch, but <laughs> I was kind of like... I didn't really like that. So there I'm was a few. I was, was in the, shock. Uh, some <laughs> of the first few numbers, and everyone was like applauding. I'm like, oh, we're doing this. This is yeah. one of those musicals. Yeah. Because like the ones I've been seeing lately, a little like you kind of they keep flowing, and you don't. Does really, that come you, from way? There's no break. Well, that's you the don't thing. Clap till the end. You, yeah, you don't clap. You you can't. Yeah. <laughs> it does, I think we had not work a, that way. I think we had a new break on Saturday night. I'm sure we only clapped once, but I clapped twice, which was wild. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh like, no! I uh, do we always clap after the screech in? Yeah, the fish song. Yeah. Okay, then that's. Can I just say this is a bit of an indication on Shrek the fact that you've spent quite a bit of this podcast talking about a different (laughs) (laughs) just love. It's it's one of those musicals where you do clap after every number. Yes, definitely. Like a lot of modern musicals do, kind of flow, and you don't find that point to clap. Yeah. But this one's like a make you clap for the showstoppers, which is good because that's when you want to clap. Yeah, but this one is like a definitive end to the item. They're doing stuff. Clap, 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 clap onto the Mm. next. Sometimes even when you're in shock and you're just sort of sitting there (laughs) clapping and you're just like. why? What, what was that? Happening? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, we we've said all we had to say. I think. I think we're I'm good. not sure how long it's in Melbourne for. I would say probably a few months. Um, let me long enough. Long what's enough. The ne- what's the next musical that's going to be in that theater? Nine to five. Oh yes. So that's from July. July, friends. July. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to see nine to five? I don't know. Marina Pry is in it. And then the secret mm. garden from November. Do it for oh, content. Past that. <laughs> Anthony Warlow, come on! Uh, I do like Anthony Warlow. Morgan and I saw Sweeney Todd with him and Gina. Riley and I last watched year. him sing Pirate King today. So. Oh, I watched that the other day as well. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very good for those who uh, maybe don't want to go see Shrek but want to see Anthony Warlow uh, sing Pirate King. It's on YouTube. <laughs> or if you don't want to go see Shrek, what an alternative! <laughs> if you don't want to spend the money to go see Shrek in musical, guess what, guys? It's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? But also I would recommend, I'm not sure if it's still on YouTube, go give the uh, bootleg a geese. Also give the cast recording a geese. Yeah. Sutton Foster and Brian Darcy James, who I have not even spoken about in this podcast, but I will say he was pretty good. Like the Owl Shrek was pretty good in comparison yeah. to him. He, he's just a famous Broadway actor. They are both great. I think they're great together. Um, if we're doing recommendations, go watch Smash. He's in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's um he's Deborah Messing's husband in, in Smash, Smash, and he oh, doesn't sing. He's also this. in Thirteen Reasons knew Why <laughs> as Hannah's dad. Yep, knew this. Um, and yeah, he's a great guy. Um, yeah, a lot of recommendations there. So <laughs> check one of those things yeah. out at least. I don't know. Google Brian Darcy James's name. Yeah. He was also um the king in Hamilton for a while. Ah. Yeah. So he's he's a man of all trades. Yeah. But also, next musical we're seeing 
Billy Elliot. I thought we were going to all say it together. That's okay. fine. We're no, going you're to see the only one that's excited <laughs> about it. I'm excited because I know not much about it at all. And I haven't listened. That was a great sentence. I haven't <laughs> listened to the cast recording very much. I've heard that some of the songs are good. I think it's quite similar. Might be hit or miss. So I you'll believe be going into I was it just like, like me. Yeah. Was, do you want to go see Billy Elliot? I'm like, yeah, it's content. Yeah. <laughs> it's content. I'm not excited about it, but you it's a new what? episode. I'm, I'm not going. <laughs> I just get excited to see a musical that I haven't seen before so that I can have an opinion on it. <laughs> and I can, then I can shove my opinion Stay down people's throats. for Alana's opinion, yeah. guys. <laughs> That's like every day of my life. I should write that on my door. <laughs> Stay tuned for Alana's opinion. Uh, can I unsubscribe? Uh, no, I'm just excited because... Um, Obviously, Tom Holland has in his past played Billy yeah, Elliot. So yeah, I'm yeah. like, is this whoever we're going to see? Is this a future Tom Holland in the um, rising? If they are, you need to stay away because you're way too old. Say, <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like Melbourne, Australia. Can't from afar, probably not. Guys. Yeah, probably not. Oh, one of them's ginger, and I hope we get the ginger Billy. And with that, we're finishing. Yeah. <laughs> Good choices. Closing out with once again, Alana likes ginger kids. <laughs> This has been a Spiky Trap Radio production.